Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the podcast, we have Shonda Head. She is an Atlanta-based brand strategist and digital marketer who helps women align all the things in their brand so their brand message can impact more powerfully. The founder of SHH Creative, a dope and different agency, Shonda creates and implements strategies in marketing, branding, and copy to help her clients show up and drive higher connection with their true dream clients. Yeah, we are having a really, really interesting perspective on the topic of branding today. We kind of chat with Shonda about her experience living and building her expertise in that corporate world and really finally kind of having the last straw and wanting to go out on her own. But understanding that that transition in between is sometimes a little bit difficult and really how to figure out that process of stepping into like who you are instead of who you were working for someone else. And I know a lot of our clients and the people who we've been chatting with a lot recently are in the same position where you guys are highly skilled, you know your shit and you can impact people and serve people in incredible ways. But figuring out how to do that outside of someone else's umbrella is sometimes a little bit difficult. And so this episode not only will give you some ideas on how that branding aspect, how you stepping into like who you actually are as a person can actually help you work with your mere clients and grow that business even faster and easier. We also have an invitation for you because there's a private training that we put together that if you're specifically a highly skilled corporate person just sitting there ready to go do your own damn thing for yourself and for people that you want to impact on a deeper and more personal level, we highly, highly recommend you check it out. And you can do that at bossproject.com slash incubator. Hey, Shonda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks we for having me. We are so excited to have you. I am very I love 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 to have people on who have 
so much different experience than what I've experienced. I try to learn as much as I can from Abby, who's like dipped her toe in the corporate world, but I've never ever lived or worked in the corporate world whatsoever in my whole life. So anytime where I meet a creative and a service provider who's gone out on their own, who has corporate experience, I'm like, tell me all the things that you think I can actually use over here in this creative space. And I think you bring such a unique perspective to the branding and messaging conversation that we're going to have today, because you do come from such, what did you say earlier, like a formal kind of professional background. And so how do we translate that into, okay, no, I'm a real person who's providing a service and I want to actually connect and build relationships. And I know you've learned a Mm -hmm. lot in your journey. So I can't wait to dive into that. Before we kind of get into like the nitty gritty, can you tell me a little bit about what was that corporate experience that you did for so long? Yeah, so I'm a traditionally trained graphic designer. So when I came out of school, actually, when I came out of grad school, I was freelancing a lot. And then when I started working in the corporate structure, it was always on marketing departments. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm excited. Okay, I get to do some marketing. I get to be on these teams and learn from like other people. But I always ended up being the only graphic designer. Girl, (laughs) my my pain (laughs) is oozing out of me right now. Yes, yes. It's the story of my life. And so I was always like like the only one. And but it was cool because I actually was really, really into communications, really wanted to learn marketing. And I actually was kind of good at it. And so then Mm -hmm. that turns into oh, you're good at this. Okay, so then you're going to actually do this work instead of this like super creative You're going to do all the design and you're going to do all this other stuff that wasn't part of your job description and we're not going to give you a raise. (laughs) Oh, please don't. (laughs) It's triggering. It's triggering. Please don't get me started. I have PTSD for real. For real. Yes, yes. It's so, it's the same story for so many people. So many creatives. You know, Mm -hmm. so the only thing that was kind of holding me together is, like I said, I was freelancing always. But when you're working nine to five, you're stressed out at work and then you're coming home and you're trying to do something that really fills your soul. Did you cry on the commute like I did? Because I did. I definitely cried in the car, (laughs) headed to work, leaving work (laughs) with my best friends Mm -hmm. on the phone. You know, Mm -hmm. everybody's heard all my (laughs) sobbing, you know, all kinds of stuff. So it really... And you know what it did? It really had me thinking, oh, I guess I'll just have to quit doing the work that I love doing on the Mm -hmm. side. And to in order, because I got to have this job, I got to, it's got to be stable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Got to get my my good job, my benefits, you know, because I couldn't see in my head that there will be a point where you can do this full time if you really Mm -hmm. wanted to. It was so far off in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I bringing yes. me back. I got chills just thinking about the headspace I was in and, and how it was there. Now, I noticed that people, when they're in this position, one of two things happens. Either they work kind of like on nights and weekends and they build up their business and they like make this slow transition or they're forced they're to like- make a hard choice really <laughs> fast and a lot of people end up like jumping off because I mean, maybe they're laid off, maybe they're let go, maybe something else happens in their life. And it's kind of like a quick force decision. What's your yeah. story here? So I did spend a lot of years just grinding it out, heavy, yeah. like overnight, weekends, all that stuff. <laughs> Trauma. Sorry, just like, oh, it's coming back. It's coming back. And then I got in a job, which I really love. I actually really love my boss. But we got to the point where we were bringing in like a lot of money for the company. And so it became that, okay, 
stop that creative stuff. You're going to do all these RFPs and stuff. So like this is, we were doing contracts and stuff and the writing and the marketing of it, all that stuff. And it came down so yeah. hard, like so very hard. And I was like, if they come at us one more time, I'm, I'm out of here. And I, I remember I told my boss and she, and she laughed because I was always kind of like that rebel, but I was always just talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was yeah. like a Friday and I walked out of that building and I said, I'm turning in my notice oh. on Monday, you know, yeah, and then on Monday, you, I turned, you know, it, and that actually wasn't even the first time I've done <laughs> that. I think the job, for the job before that, it was about, yeah. the money, right. So mm-hmm. I had to just like cut it off and leave. And thankfully when I left, there were other opportunities that, were in yeah. front of me like within a oh. week so I knew that was what I was supposed to do this time <laughs> I didn't get that quick validation mm-hmm. right what mm-hmm. I thought I was going to do actually was I was approached to come back to the company as a consultant so I was like yeah I'll be a consultant this will be awesome you know, so <laughs> it's by the Not way that's one. illegal guys way, just so you know <laughs> just so you guys are aware because this this happened to my spouse as well if you're previously employed as an employee and you are if they love you and want you back even as a part-time consultant usually kind of bringing you in backhanded mm-hmm. like that even if they adjust pay is typically illegal and something you should Anyway, I, oh gosh, man. And it's hard because you're like, oh, wait, well, they, they like, they me. really do appreciate mm-hmm. me and they want me. No, they don't want to go through the trouble onboarding, of finding training. someone else and onboarding them and training mm-hmm. them. And it's easier to abuse someone that they've already put through the ringer and knows the yep. process, it, uh, it's just... Mm, you hit the mm, nail yep. on the head. And you know what? We didn't actually... I didn't end up signing the contract because they there didn't you want go. to pay me. Because they were like, oh, we were paying you this much, though, when you work for no. us. Why, why would the cost be different? Because, because it is different. Because I work for myself. Yeah. Over it, all of that. And so mm. I just, you know, I said, I'm going to just step yeah. away from this. And yeah, what I, did. I remember Abby. So many ways that you've described this kind of moment, and I'm wondering if this is similar for you. Where and you kept saying this, right? Where you weren't doing the creative anymore. You weren't doing what you actually went to school for. You weren't getting to do the things that you actually loved, and you were doing all of this other stuff. But you could do all of those other things, and you were doing them well. And you're realizing every day, I'm providing more and more value, but I don't feel valued, and that eventually hits a tipping point and you obviously came there (laughs) so much so so much so it was and this was in 2017 so I what I wanted to what I really wanted to do was still kind of do some of the same work but I wanted to do it for a different audience I wanted to do it for women I have a great group of friends a lot of them now like Mm c-suite and all this and I'm like Hey guys, are we starting businesses? Are we doing it? Are we building yeah. brands? I can help you. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, hold on. That's really hard. Like I have, would have no idea where to start. And it dawned on me, hey, a lot of these times I'm in these spaces where I'm the only one getting this information, these resources, these tools. I'm the only one privy to what's really being yeah. talked about. And I didn't realize that everyone else wasn't like yeah. in my sphere. So yeah. then it became my goal to just kind of like bring, I was like, that's who I really yeah. want to help. I want to be a tool and a resource. Yeah, no, yeah. I totally get it. And especially the switching the audience yeah. thing, because you can hone a craft, but like you get to the point where you're like, 
if I do this thing one more time. Okay. So for, for years, I worked for what I would call like a financial wholesaler. And so I worked with financial planners who all had their own businesses. And so all I did all day long was design business cards and event mailers and for dudes for what for dudes (laughs) why is this men Uh uh-huh uh-huh so and red navy that was your color scheme oh my gosh it was all like it was all in this like very kind of corporate vibe like it was just not me at all and then my last stop before I totally started working on my own I worked in oh my gosh saying this out aloud just sounds crazy I worked in traffic optimization and I don't (laughs) mean SEO Oh, because I had to, I had to take a second. Like, okay, I SEO? Mean, no, no, I mean okay. literal cars Car and stoplights. No, 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 yes. No. Yes. So I was a graphic designer for a business that was selling basically the like magnets and sensors that go in the road, and they were selling them to go. Do you know how fun <laughs> that job was? <laughs> so that was fun. amazing. Well, but here's the thing. The cool part is if you have a craft and you're really good at it, my favorite thing in the world is finding the people that you love to care for and work for, but you don't change what you're doing. Like you stay in your zone of genius. You work on the thing that you're amazing at, the thing you've gained all this experience. And you know what? I don't regret my years working in an industry that isn't something I feel totally in alignment with. Because I learned advanced marketing strategies for people with budgets in the tens of thousands of dollars. And so having that information coming into building my business skills, you picked up. Oh, I had to go. I had all sorts of things in my back pocket that I think a lot of people without that corporate experience, they're really starting from scratch with the marketing terms and the knowledge and the like, what does a funnel look like? And when do you email and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And knowing all of that before starting the business really gave me a leg up that I think a lot of current corporate employees don't even like see in themselves because they just consider it such like a natural part of their day. Y'all are so talented. Mm -hmm. Like the array of skills you can bring your clients and the variety of things that you add to the table are outstanding. So yeah, do it. So, so tell me about the transition. You just like up and quit, which bye. Yeah, it's Monday I'm out. <laughs> and it, it may not have been the best choice at the time. You know what? I'm an empath, so it's like every single thing is just way yep. heavy on me. Yes. And it was, it just become like a, it became a physical. It just felt like labor yeah. to me. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I up and quit. My boss did talk me into staying, like, instead of, like, two weeks notice, like, give a month. Mm-hmm. They'll, so they do like, that. Okay, give a month. Okay. And and then, you know, I really thought I was coming out swinging. I thought I was going to be a consultant for them. That didn't end up working out. I thought, okay, let me think of, like, an info product that I can do. I was taking all the webinars, joining all the courses, because I am, like, a professional mm-hmm. student. Like, I love that stuff. But what it also became, though, was, Trying to figure out my lane became, okay, this person did this. Let Mm -hmm. me try that. 
This person did this. Let me try that. This person did this. Let me try that. Let me join this group. Let me join this mastermind. Let me do exactly what's told to me. But when it doesn't work, sometimes it doesn't like guess that like you tried some things because because they work for someone else, and you're like this this doesn't feel right. This this isn't working for me. Ah, <sighs> and then but. It was became my yeah, fault. Oh, absolutely. It my fault. Yeah. Oh, it's all you know? our fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it yeah. must be me. I'm not doing something right. Oh, I don't have the right size mm-hmm. audience that they had. So now let me beat my brain trying to figure out how to get this audience. It just oh. becomes thing after thing after thing of yep. beating yourself up. Because coming out of that corporate structure, though, I didn't realize like you're conditioned yeah. To be a certain way, to be a great worker, to be a good team player, good little busy bee, all that stuff. But when you're coming into entrepreneurship, especially if it's like full time on your own, you got to challenge yourself a bit more. But you got to do things that you didn't have to do at work, even though you had the same skill set. Right. And it became kind of one of those things where it's like, no, you really have to just kind of see what you can pull out of yourself. And Mm -hmm. I was listen, I've been a great service mm-hmm. provider. <laughs> like I said, I was doing yeah. it for like over a decade before I went off. You and know I, why I was, you're a great service provider? Because you're in your lane. <laughs> and you're, yeah, you're, I was. And you're, you are living up to your zone of genius and you're staying there and you're ignoring all the noise. And if I could just help more people ignore the noise, like, and really lean into what they're good at, I'm imagining, I mean, of course, you're going to keep honing your skills. The longer you're in business, things do shift for sure. But I'm going to guess services make up your primary source of income for your business. Do you know what? That was actually a pivot I made from that, though, because what I found was that for me now, I was stuck really in the services because I was really Mm -hmm. great at it. I always got accolades. This is what I went to school for. A lot of people end up working, doing work they didn't go to school for. So I felt, okay, that's a privilege probably that I have. But I like to play the Mm -hmm. back. And I like to, I was like, you can always find me behind the computer in the back. And they would say, oh, Shonda, won't you come up, do this? Nope, nope. I'll be (laughs) back here in the back on the computer. You know, it was too much of a stretch for me to think that I would kind of have to step Mm. forward. And what I found was, no, what you're really feeling called to do is kind of bring some of that main character energy. But that's that's a stretch, because you know, your girl's actually like an introvert (laughs) or ambivert, whatever, whichever is half and half, but I'm definitely not that extrovert. And so I said, no, 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 I'm a graphic designer. This is what I do. But I kept feeling this calling to, and it's like, you know, you learned all this stuff, just like what you guys are just saying. You learned all this stuff in your corporate work that was a bit more that you can really bring to the table. But in order for you to do that fully and go really hard with it, you're going to have to kind of step out from the back and come forward a little bit. Well, yeah. And that was a transition for me. No, for sure. And and I think there's different ways to do this. I do think it's interesting to me. I've seen different service providers approach this in a different way. Some, like, again, this is all about, like, leaning into the what's working for you thing, where, like, some of them, I, like, you, they're a ghost on the internet. Like, they don't have... They have a very low social following. They operate nearly completely on referrals. But if you ask for a certain thing, people will be like, oh, oh my God, you need blah, blah, blah. And they uh-huh. like have a referral immediately. But I do think there's people like you that like, 
you're good at what you do, but you're also a bit sassy and you're like, gotta show off. <laughs> but, but that's the part that's fun. Yeah. That's the part that like is exciting bit. because you're running your own business and it's your little playground where you can be yourself and, and yeah. do the things that feel in alignment. But I don't think it's required to like come out and like be the front of the house necessarily, mm-hmm. as long as you're staying in that like zone of expertise or whatever. No, it's totally not required. It was just for me, I was, that was my fear and it was holding me back. Sure. And that was why I thought like, oh, I can't go after these hired projects. Like I'm just this little, you know, back here Mm -hmm. and you can just count on me. That was, but that was how I felt. And so when I started to kind of, almost like when I got to my breaking Mm -hmm. point where it was like, girl, what are you doing? Because I was Mm -hmm. not, this is who I am. Like, with my friends and and now this is who I am with my clients and in my business, but I was not that way when I came out like in 2017, yeah. I was definitely trying to keep everything structured and professional. I thought this was how you do it. And that ended up kind of pulling yeah. me back from wherever it is that I was supposed to be blossoming. Yeah. And into. I think like you're sure. so used to that yeah. in the corporate life of your, your rep, your building work that represents your company that's not yours, like the company that you work for as a whole. When you're on your own and you're offering a service, you're building work that represents you as a human being, as one person. And figuring out that transition is can be difficult sometimes. So I know you do have a couple action steps for our listeners who are trying to figure out that transition. I love to go over them now mm-hmm. of just that like, okay, truly, I, I have the skill, but I've been doing it for someone else. So how do I have the skill and do it for me and for other people that I love and want to work with? What does that really look like? Yes. So what I really love to say is to think about your business as like a brand system, right? And it revolves around you. So two things happening there. It's a system. So first of all, when people think brand, then they sometimes they immediately go to branding. So then they immediately go to website Mm -hmm. and logo, right? It's so Mm -hmm. much more that makes up your brand, right? And But it's a system also. We do a lot of work in silos when for me, I'm like, we're not doing this in a silo because if your marketing is done like separately from like your brand strategy, which is done separately from what you want to do on social, which is done separately from your message and your copywriting, when people go from one step to the next, they're going to be confused. It's not going to be consistent. They're not going to understand. And when you don't understand, you step away, even if it's just to kind of gather your thoughts and you don't want your audience stepping away, you want them to lean in. And Mm so for me, I'm like, okay, yes, it's an entire brand system. All things need to work together in alignment. We need to be looking at all things, auditing all things. And the other part of that is it's centered around you. A lot, a lot of what we are taught and what we see, we lean so heavily into our ideal client. I don't think it's a problem with that because to me, it's an equation, but it's 50% ideal client and 50% Mm -hmm. you. And a lot of times we get lost in that. We don't, by the time we come back to, oh, wait, what do I want? What was the business that I wanted mm-hmm. to serve, that I wanted to build? Who were the people that I wanted to serve? Mm-hmm. What's the fulfillment that I wanted yep. to get? You know, we start thinking about work-life balance yeah. and all that. And it's like years in because we've yes. been doing it this way and we missed ourselves yes. in the process. So for me, thinking of your brand as an entire brand system that revolves around you, is kind of like a twofold yes. way into kind of something that's more fulfilling, more aligned with maybe what you really want to do, how you really want to serve your community. And I think that last part that you just said, how you want to serve your community is one of the most crucial things that people aren't tying into their brand. 
as much as they should be. Because what we talk about over here is building a life first business. So like you don't have to work 40, 50, 60 mm-hmm. hours a week. Like you get to design this and why why would that be the option that you pick? And so how you're filling that time space is different for all of our clients. Maybe it's kid life, maybe it's homeschooling, traveling, coffee shop dates, whatever it might be, but you get to actually enjoy that. So what that means though, is if that's the kind of life business that you're wanting to run, those have to be communicated in your messaging, in your marketing with your clients exactly. as boundaries. So it's all encompassing. And how how am I? I love that that perspective of, how you're showing up is 50% for your ideal client, but 50% for you. Like, that's that, still, a, that's still a large amount. That, yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty mm-hmm. It is a big chunk. Because I think what I think the mistake people make often is they just completely bend over backwards for their yep. clients and they've exactly. burnt themselves out. They've, they've run out of time. They're over delivering so much. So and then, and they're not even charging more for it. They're out of scope. It's how they're, they're out of time. Corporate. That's exactly <laughs> so that's what they're going to do here. That's all we know. Mm-hmm. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. 
I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I know you said you mimicked some of the like corporate idealisms and like bigger business like strategies when you first started your business. And then you realized things were actually falling into place when you took that equation in mind and when you paid attention to 50% ideal client, 50% me, and you kind of turned off the noise. Can you talk to me a little bit about what it looked like before and what it looks like now? Yeah, it definitely, my personality was definitely nowhere, nowhere to be seen. Maybe once you got like fully mm-hmm. in and were a client, but I can look back now and say, I think it was a mm-hmm. disconnect from however it is that I actually am and how I actually deal like one-on-one and interact with people versus mm-hmm. how I put myself out there. But of course I wanted to be yeah. the professional. I didn't want to use my Look, some, somebody told me the other day, I love your accent because you're so Southern. I'm like, am I? But maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe I am, but I didn't want to even use my dialect or I didn't want to use the slang that I use all the time. I didn't, I wanted to come across a certain way, but yeah. coming across a certain way sometimes comes across as not right. genuine and not mm-hmm. authentic. People can feel that. But also at the end of the day, it was me. I like to say like putting a mat, like we wear the mask. There's a poem that says like, we wear the mask. Like you, it's like, you couldn't get a feel for me because I wasn't putting my real self forward, whatever that personality is, right? Whatever it is, there's someone looking for you, no matter who you are, what you look like, how you speak, all of that stuff. There's someone looking for exactly someone like that. And we will never know that. We just won't ever know until we actually step forward with our like whole full self. And so for me, I was just really trying to be a professional is what I I was trying to be a professional and it was not getting me anywhere. I was definitely was not standing out because when people get online, like we're used to, yes, nine to five corporate, we get on Instagram, we get on Facebook, we are looking for those brands and stuff that stand out that we can connect with. We're looking for those stories we can connect with, those voices that we connect with, that we want to hear more of. I was not using my voice. Mm-hmm. And I also wasn't using my voice because I don't, at that time, I didn't trust mm-hmm. my voice, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be big enough or or good enough or have the right stories or whatever. Right. And that was a mistake on my part. But I think it's also so very common, oh, especially yeah. when we're just stepping oh, out. Yeah. Like, so I don't like begrudge those times, but I can look back on it now and say, I was just yeah. fearful. Like, oh, that wasn't me. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like, 
I've gone full time mm-hmm. now. Like now it, it this is, is my like, job. It must, it must <laughs> it must this is what I do. So that was like a kind of a lot to gamble on there. And I wasn't ready to take that gamble. Yeah. Yeah. And so now it just looks like I show up mm-hmm. how I show up mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. I'm confident in that. And it's almost the more confident I've become in that the kind of more visible that I've become and I didn't even know it. Like, you know what I mean? And, and whenever like people respond to the emails or, or shoot me messages on social or reach out to me or I get on a call, a consultation call, it always comes back to, you know, I love your emails. You, you talk mm-hmm. how I talk. Like that's exactly, you're my friend in my yes. head or I took your quiz and I really loved it because it was so different. And you went like, it seems like you went like way out of the way to build something that was, I actually did. I went out of the way to build something I, that I didn't think that I yeah. was seeing and that I thought people like me and, and my audience would yeah. want to see. So I wanted to make sure I was just leaning into those things that were different about me and all of my different ideas, which scared yeah. me before they scared me. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, when I did make that pivot, I, there's some of the things that I brought up, I've been sitting on uh. for two years. Mm-hmm. I, I literally flipped back in my notebook. I had even written out the email sequences and everything already. You're like, when mm-hmm. I'm ready, this is what I'll do. Well, yeah, you when know, I'm ready. I feel like some of this, and I don't want to call it damage, but it kind of feels that way. Like some of this damage is done when we are in situations where we're being taken advantage of. And unfortunately, there are so many corporate jobs out there where... <sighs> borderline abusive situations are happening in the workplace. And when you do that, you become this like submissive, lower energy version of yourself. I don't know if you feel this way, but if you look at pictures of me six years ago versus pictures of me today, I look younger. I look more vibrant. I look happier I don't dress at all the same because before I was trying to live up to some, what I thought I was supposed to be out in this world. I thought to climb the corporate ladder, I had to wear a suit and like a shell every day and like dress pants that made me want to vomit because they were so tight in my gut. And now now I'm here with cheetah print and I wear pajamas 50% of the time and I look like a fucking model half of the time and I have no in between. And, and, and yeah, but, but I'm, and I'm not hesitant to say that. I'm not hesitant to like say, you know what, today I did not brush <laughs> my hair and I'm going to keep telling you what uh-huh. I think anyways. And yeah. so I love to hear when people can come out on the other side and they can embrace who they really are. Cause you know, when I started my own design company, I think similar to you, I felt this pressure to appeal to a certain audience because I thought that was who I needed to look like or be like in order to attract the kind of client Mm -hmm. that I wanted. And it was like this soft, feminine, petite, like, do I sound soft, (laughs) feminine, or petite? (laughs) Uh, No, like I wear yellow and I, I, I'm loud and I have opinions. So like, the way I design obviously is reflective of that when I'm like Mm -hmm. in my element But when you're forcing yourself to be a lesser version, not only is your work less quality, but you don't attract your actual ideal client. (laughs) That part. You're just not happy. And I would also just encourage us all if we've, if our listeners are having the same kind of 
transition in themselves, literally their appearance and the way that they talk to their clients and how they show up. No one I trust defined professional. I don't know the person who defined professional. I doubt I would like the person who defined professional. So we don't need to also (laughs) try to meet this level of professional definition that we didn't even define, that we weren't brought up into that conversation to get to add our input to. So the way that Shonda is deciding to show up is professional for her people, for her, for her audience. The way that we show up is professional for our people, for our audience, for our style. And so I know it's hard. And this is easier for me to say as someone who wasn't, who never came from the corporate space, but I'm like, you weren't invited in that conversation to get to define professionals. So fuck it. Like I don't, don't listen to it anymore. Right. That wasn't for you anyways. (laughs) It definitely, I, yeah, and I definitely don't want to make it sound like it was something easy no, to do. No, no. It was definitely hard as hell. And, and honestly, I did. Like, I hit like a rock bottom, like a breaking yeah. point to actually push me into trying something different. Just to attempt to hold on, you know, to the spirit of Absolutely. entrepreneurship and business or whatever. But when I look back on it, that's exactly what yeah. I did. I just said, okay, what is it, what does it look like then if I just trust kind of the what things that I've come up with like? because all these other things yeah. didn't work? If I just show up you know, right. what does it look like if I yeah. show up? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. if you show up as yourself? What if you do the things that feel mm-hmm. in alignment? What if you build a business around the life you actually mm-hmm. want to live? Oh, Shauna, <laughs> like in my bones, I'm feeling <laughs> it. I'm feeling it head to toe for sure. Oh. Today has been absolutely incredible. I would love for you to share just a couple of brief takeaways, especially for like, can we talk to that person who's still in corporate and she's is too scared to, to turn on her lunch notice? break right now, and she wants to make me yeah. She like her, her soul is a little bit dead inside, and like she needs a reawakening, and she needs to know that there is hope on the other side. Can you give us a couple just nuggets of wisdom for these people? Yeah, I would love to say first thing is just make your voice your number one priority. You don't change anything else, right? Just really lean into your voice. Everything starts with your voice. If you start to pay more attention, focus more on you, what you want to say, like what are even like your core values? What is the transformation you want to make in the world? How do you want to serve people? And just think on that and start to use that just vocally or in your content, right? That Because that actually is not to scare anybody, but that actually is your mm-hmm. message. That's a part of your message wholeheartedly. So I want to say, if it feels or seems difficult, just concentrate on your voice and make your voice your number one priority. Every time you have an opportunity to use your voice, use it. And that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, like hit the streets, <laughs> protesting or, or all of these things. But it, what it means is listen mm-hmm. to yourself. And what is it that you want that you want to do and bring that to your just everyday practices? And what I think you'll start to notice is you'll think, hey, now, what would that look like if in my work, what would that look like? Or in my brand, what would that look? What would it look like if I actually just went after the client that not even went after actually what I feel you use more of your voice, you attract people who resonate with that voice. So it's less of a oh, let me chase mm-hmm. the clients. And it's more of a, let me shine my I'm light. Here. People are attracted here. to my light. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you okay. want me, I'm here, you know, and, and, and people, I think that's just something that, that I really just wholeheartedly believe. I also think 
whatever your message is, it needs to be streamlined, right? Across everything that you're doing. When I talked about your brand as a system, that's one of the first ways that you can get things going in alignment all together is make sure whatever your message is, sprinkle it all across your brand, right? Everywhere, your social media, you know, your bio, your website, your content, your videos. When you start to, this, those things start to come up in you, like this is really what I want to mm-hmm. talk about. It might not even make sense, but it has to come out of me. Let it come out. And make sure that it's touched on like everywhere. It's a part of your message. It's a part of why people love you and and want to know about you. And then the last thing I'll say is use your content. If you feel like you don't have tons of content for people, if you're coming out of corporate and you're like, I have experience, but it's corporate experience. It's not like, you know, small business experience just yet. Just use Mm -hmm. your stories, Mm -hmm. your lived experiences. People, listen, stories build relationships and relationships build business. And you will be able to step away and go like really strong full time on your own. And you don't need to have, no matter what your circumstances are, all these certifications or Mm -hmm. no certifications, degrees or no degrees, but you have stories, you have Mm -hmm. lived experiences, then you can really build your brand. Right. And yeah. and it'll be based on you because these are your stories, your experiences. And there are people who want to hear those things and see those things. They resonate with them because you remind them of them or their mom yeah. or their dad or their brother. And that really, really, really means something. It really don't like don't poo-poo that. <laughs> don't poo-poo that, guys. <laughs> it really yeah. means something. Yeah. Well, Shana, yeah. thank you so much for being here today. I know people are going to want to hang out with you, learn from you a little bit more. So can you let us know where they can do that online? Oh, sure. I'm on Instagram at SHH Creative LLC. And also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, my mom used to love that. She walked around the house and I'm like, it's really SHH. Okay. Like, oh, but every, <laughs> no, but everybody goes, so I'm like, that's, and that's why I kept it, right? Remember I love it. that, right? Yeah. And then uh, my website is SHH Creative.com. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So much, Shonda. I really appreciate it. And if you are currently in corporate and you're not quite sure how you're going to make that transition and you're looking for more help, Emily and I would love the opportunity to help you. First of all, send us a DM over on Instagram at Boss Project. I also have a really cool private training for you guys that I think would be right up your alley. You can go to bossproject.com slash incubator, and we'd love to chat more about what that looks like for you. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And seriously, lit up my heart, but also I might need to go to therapy to some of the past trauma. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. 
Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.